0: To the Juan One Hundred and One Podcast. On this show, we break down high-performing strategies, influential interviews, and try to develop discipline, mindset, and character traits. Please welcome your mostly Latino, somewhat literate host, Juan Guadarrama. It
1: was literally five dollars. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now
2: they got. Now they got bougie shit.
3: But, but it like goes. Everything was going overseas, so I was like a weird time difference, and they send it to me in the middle of the night, and you'd yeah. have to, like. Well, it, yeah, I have, would
2: order at night, and when I woke up, it was already there. So I'm like, tie. Nice. <laughs> but I, uh, with better quality work, I yeah. have my go to people. If yeah, I yeah. need something real quick,
1: once you find something,
2: um, I'll do it. So that was that was a good one. Plus, I didn't have anyone to do it, and it's funnier because it's like a british dude yeah
3: yeah
2: so we're recording we're going um i think the best way to start is a little intro of who you guys are um and then maybe we'll go down a path how you guys met because i have no idea justin i don't really know you at all so this is kind of cool yeah uh i started this for that purpose right and it's a it's kind of a excuse to be like hey man i got this shit let me learn something. Um and it's and I've I've learned a lot from them, a lot of different people, so it's been super cool. So Justin, where you from, dog? What what's your name? What do you do? Who
1: are you? Yeah. So a quick rundown. This is crazy how you know, we're literally on a podcast. Oh yeah. We met like throw it down where where we're at was we met on. like ten hours ago. Yeah. If that. So yeah, my name's Justin O'Choa. I'm the other Latino on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: I'm a strength coach out of Indianapolis. I own a gym out there called Pace Fitness Academy. And we are in Columbus, Ohio right now for the Arnold. The the halfway Arnold that got mm-hmm. halfway canceled. Staying at Tyler's house, sleeping on couches. Um living life. living life recording podcasts. So the reason I'm here is because I was actually speaking at the event today um talked about some cool stuff met some cool people and then came back smashed some wings with my boys and now we're we're here
2: how, how did you guys meet how do you know each other
3: dude how do i you don't know meet? instagram maybe instagram a long time ago a while ago, uh, about four years ago three four oh, so years Satan's ago similar. i think i met you through kevin kevin I, warren i think so i think that's how i i came to the 4 a.m lift Two years ago. Two years ago. You just he showed, showed up too? Just showed up. Mm-hmm.
1: And like, I knew Corey... For a minute. For a while before that. Okay. Like, we've been following each other on Twitter since probably 2014. Okay. And just like communicating, and um, I remember one time, so this is how I met Corey. This is how, like, when I was in college, I was all about like muscle farm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that type of vibe, Same. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like C.T. Fletcher, Corey okay. G, like, let's fucking... Gun sanity. Pump. Yeah. yeah, let's pump. Bodybuilding.com. Hump. Yeah, let's yeah. get it. You know what I mean? So, that's how I found out about Corey. And then, somehow, I I was on some kind of, like, contest that he ran, and he, like, called me. He just he, he just no. hit me up.
3: You do that Twitter thing where he's like, I'll call you. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. He just yeah. hit me up. Yep. I was, like, 23, 24. And I might steal that. It, bro, he, it was cool. He just called me. I was like, I was in the middle of a workout. Like I tweeted at him. I was like, yeah, you know, this is my number. Hit me up. He just called me. We talked for like 10 minutes. And then I was like, damn, that's a real dude right there. Like that. He, he, I, we were just talking about it. cool this. dopest cool He's cool. So then he followed me on Twitter years later um, because I started writing for a website called Stack. Oh which this, like, is like a sports that, performance website, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and then so I think he I sent him an article that I wrote where I like dropped his name in there about like some of the continuous lunging that he did mm-hmm. that I was doing, and then um and then he was like, yo, like, let me you know put me on who who can I talk to 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 write for stack, so I introduced him to Andy, who was like the editor. And then he started writing for Stack. And, then, like, it was never, like, a, we never really got, like, close, you know. But I always knew I could hit him up and ask him for shit. Yeah. Or vice versa. And um, But I never really met him until two years ago. Like, it was, wow. two years ago was the first time in person we met. Wow. And so Kevin Warren, who I used to have a podcast with, we came down here and showed up at 4 a.m., Cory rolls up in his Bentley. I'm like, this motherfucker is the real deal. Oh <laughs> like, like, yeah. my, let's go. So, and he knew like right away. It's like, what's up, dude? How's it going? Nice to meet you. He's like, come by the booth later at the expo. You know, we'll just shoot the shit, talk shop. I came by the booth and like he literally we just like talked for like an hour. Then I was like, you need some help? I just volunteered for the whole day at the booth, like eating free max effort candy bars yeah, and yeah. fucking <laughs> out t-shirts you know what i'm saying so that i think is how i met tyler that weekend that was the tyler, i was
3: a person yeah well actually we didn't even meet in person my car got totaled Ty- yeah you got a car crash you right some dude hit me and totaled my car because i was supposed to come to it was you came saturday morning came stay with Corey carpenter yep so, Friday night, I was getting ready to go to the basketball game that we went to last night. Sure it's a Friday every year. I was working the expo that Friday, headed home. Dude rear-ends me, smashes my car. And so, I didn't have a car to get to old school Saturday morning.
1: Yeah.
3: So, I mm-hmm. met, like, Zach. I met
1: Corey. I met Dustin. I met, like, Nettie. I met, like, the whole crew. But, like, Tyler... At, at the point you were like DJ Deep Squad, yeah, that you know what was I'm saying? School, that was yeah. old school, like. So Out of I've been knowing you, like, I've been like talking to you. You were probably the closest of all the people I just named, of like we talked the most, the most, yeah, yeah, like via Instagram text or Instagram or, Twitter, or yeah. whatever, Twitter, so, fashion. so yeah, <laughs> it was just like it was this weird thing where I met like his whole circle, yeah, but didn't get to meet him. Then he pulled up on me and Indy one time, and, and we just lifted together and shit. So it was cool. That's a, that was the first
3: time I met you.
1: Yeah. Was last year. He came through Indy. and fixed my bench press so fast. I was like, damn, this dude's smart. No.
3: <laughs> and I'm that's, weak. <laughs> that's, that's what's weird is the thing about Corey is people go for Corey, but then they, like, meet all these other, like, yeah. the, the crew is, everybody's so different. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, no two people, like, people are like, oh, you're just, they lump everybody together like you're a bunch of meatheads. Nah. But literally, like, I'm different from you. I'm different from Justin. Justin's different from you. Like, no two are alike. Yeah. It's so crazy.
2: Well, I, I was going to bring back, and it's kind of cool with all the things that you just said, the thing that I said in the car is like, yeah, I've never been smart. I'm not tall, not genetically gifted, but the difference at least for all of us, has been, I I just say hi to people. Just get shit done. Just just say hi to people. Say what's up. Talk to people. Genuinely be interested in a conversation in in what other motherfuckers do. And the cool part, and we were joking about this, is like, oh, communities have changed to where people went to church as a community. But for us, lifting has created this community. Right. Like, if, if you throw down you earn this type of like respect or camaraderie or understanding of other people's personalities or life and you're actually interested because you know what it takes to lift and get stronger and you right. share that common bond with people yeah and it's I crazy think, and like just uh with how out, out of touch we are with people because of the internet because people are always on the internet for us being able to use it positively to do the inverse of yeah. it, I think is super yeah. dope and super fire, right? Cause I could have came out here and got in a hotel room and the experience would have been, I would say shitty. Uh, I know yeah. you were hesitant to take me to the game, but I'm like, no man, I came out here to to hopefully get a bigger scope of the world, yeah. right? Ohio's so different from LA. You went to a Mac basketball
3: game yeah. in <laughs> BFE Ohio. So th- yeah. Throw <laughs> down! Throw down! What happened last night? How long was the drive? Uh, Describe kind of the scene of what went on. So the college that I went to is a small D1 school, and the college my girlfriend went to is a small Division one school in the same conference, and they're like bitter rivals. So we go to the game every year, um, and it's like, it took us like two and a half hours to get there on like a Friday night. We got there. It's a bit of a drive. It was a drive. <laughs> and it's a boring drive because there's I nothing. I asleep. I'm out. You don't have anything to look at. It's the same drive Justin made from Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah. Nuts. It's the ex- exact same drive. He made me drive You know crazy. I have no drive like that. Nothing. Yeah. No. Two and a half hour drive with just nothingness. But in Ohio and in Indiana, up. you just drive to places. It's like two and a half hours isn't really that big of a deal. Right. Like, I drive an it's hour like, away, yeah. And it's like 25 miles. That's but it's nice. not even I, deal. I didn't even
1: know that. Yeah. Fuck. We man.
3: drive. I drive from one side of Columbus to the other, and it takes me an hour. Do y'all even drive in LA? We like, drive, but you
2: stay within three miles. Yeah. Because that takes it's, you an hour. Yeah.
3: yeah. Hell yeah. Like right. my best friend
1: lives in New York, and he always gives me shit. Fuck, dude. Because he's like cars, like you, you fucking stupid humans in your cars, like. Because yeah. he's on a train every day. You know what I mean? Or he's. Bro, that's how you get
3: coronavirus. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah about
2: to be the first one. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we we went to this game. It was uh, the last season game,
1: right? Last game of the season. Yeah. Last game of the season. And Justin
3: went to another school in the MAC. Yeah. I oh, a, did? I went
1: to Ball State, which yeah. is their rival basically yep so uh
2: it was a close game when we got there there.
1: yeah like my intent and i would have hated you (laughs) my intent was to go there and walk on but it never happened like i just lost focus like i i had like my basketball recruitment got fucked up late in the summer and the school that i was originally gonna go to like made a coaching change and they said like nah, bro, you ain't, we don't need your services here. So then, like, mid-summer, I'm like, fuck, where am I supposed to go? So I ended up just going to Ball State because that was the only other school that I went to. And I was just, like, going to just be a student. I wasn't going to play or anything. But then I was like, no, let let me try to walk on. I scheduled my whole schedule around the basketball schedule, all this stuff. And then, like, just two months into school, I'm just off. So, you know, I never had freedom before. Yeah, I just started partying and like oh, just I party
2: in my face going mind. crazy.
1: You know what I mean? So, but the crazy thing is, like, if I would have went there, we would not be friends.
0: Yeah.
1: Like if I would, or excuse me, if I would have played there, you would be like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want to yeah. be friends with yeah. him. Nah, I would have,
3: I would have your ass so hard. Yeah. You it, oh, you.
1: Which is, it's just wild to think about.
2: So, what'd you go to school for?
1: So. How would you end, end up at uh, where you're at right now? The crazy thing is, like, I went to school. Once I once I determined that I was not going to play there, like, I thought about transferring out and going to, like, a couple smaller schools and, and playing, like, some D2 and NA, NAIA levels. But I was like, ultimately, like, the chapter has to end. You know what I mean? You can't just drag this mediocre basketball career yeah. out for yeah. for so long. So I stayed there. And I was like, you know, if I'm not going to play a sport, I'm going to talk about them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me enter the, the broadcast school. Like David Letterman went there. So he's like funded all this like big broadcast education platform type stuff. And then it's like the best school in the nation for, for media. So I I went into that. And then like two years later, I'm like, damn, I hate this. What would you not like about it? I didn't like that I wasn't, like, around sports all the time. You know what I mean? Because that's really all I ever knew. Yeah. So I was like, how can I get back into sports when I'm obviously not going to play? So that's when I, like, started training. You know what I mean? Like, training just for more of, like, a sports performance side of things. Myself, I was still, like, trying to get, like, big and, you know, stuff like that. But I started looking more into, like, sports performance and just training in general, I'm like, okay, strength strength conditioning is a job that you can have, like, when we were coming up, that wasn't really that common to mm-hmm. have, like, you have like, a football coach that lifted in high school that was yeah. telling you how to do shit, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I, I was blessed enough, I had a decent, like, a, a decent experience in high school where we, we actually had a strength coach who was really good, but still, there was, like, that, it was just a new career, I feel yeah. like.
2: I didn't get to lift to like, 20, 21 really? years old. Because so we were soccer players, and everyone's yeah. like, no, you don't lift. Yeah. I guess I'll go run. Right. Um, yeah, so I credit it, I don't know, because it's regional or because of my personal experience of CrossFit opening it up to be a private strength coach. Yeah. And not necessarily only have to go to right. school. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, yeah. oh, we can do this thing. We we don't have to be employed by the school. Right. There's like I was like, oh, we got lucky. Yeah. The time if, if this was twenty years before, I don't, maybe we're not making money right, right. now. Right.
1: The crazy thing is like I never went to anybody like me when I was growing up. Yeah. I never like all my kids that I work with, they got me handling their strength conditioning. They got my business partner doing their speed development. They got my other like homie that we like refer out to doing like their on court. Basketball skill development, like none of that really was around. No. Like I, I never went to like a skills training. training. Go I run just, more. Yeah, I just went <laughs> out like and tempo uh, I just yeah. went to hoop. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. I just went to hoop. Like, let's just play pickup at the park. Like, all the time. At the park, bro. Like where, like you literally get an argument about a, uh, a foul, and, like getting a fight, a fist fight, and then the game's just like, all right, who had the Whoa, ball? And now we're and now we're missing that. Yeah, we're missing that <laughs> elements sure. of that. Definitely, and I think that made me a better player, and just a better person, because I'm like, man, you know, there's some dudes at the park you're just not going to go there with, you know? like yeah. a little like, crazy. Yeah, like, this dude is just, like, I don't even want to, like, mess with the yeah. the whole theatrical part of it, you yeah. know what I mean? But but now everybody's, like, in theatrical. Like, in the NBA, when they, when they bump and stuff, they're not, nobody's going to. Nobody's oh. gonna do that. No. Yeah. Not yeah. that I want them to, yeah, but yeah. it's just like awesome if yeah. they would. Like, yeah. hockey is part of the game. Oh, it should be part of all the fucking game. Dude, it's, right it's part of hockey. the game in hockey. Like they, like the, the hockey players that I work with, they fucking throw down. Yeah. Like,
3: they beat the shit out of guys. That's what. And it's awesome. That's what hurt me when I was coaching soccer because I was doing the strength and conditioning, and they got so strong that they would hit somebody, not like hit them, but like just they like would just get run, first, through people. run through people and we get so many fouls called yeah. on us. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, we're just stronger because soccer players aren't supposed to be strong. Oh, yeah, they're they're supposed, supposed to be weak. weak. Right. The the convo,
2: the one I always leave with the kids is like, fine, my team will a strength training, yours won't. You still want to play? Like, ah, no, nah, it doesn't work. I guess it fucking works like that. It's yeah. total athlete development. Easy.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: So, okay, so you quit that course yeah you made a switch to what ken
1: so basically no i fucking i tried to quit and i was like on track for a ba bachelor of arts which is the opposite of what the kinesiology program offered so i needed a bachelor of science so i had a ba they i needed to be on the bs program so basically i would have had to start over yeah. Like I, all my core classes, like, you know, health one oh one and like our, our, yeah. stuff like that, they they wouldn't have transferred. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, dang, like we talked about Muncie earlier, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was like I'm not trying to be here yeah. in Muncie for four more years. So I just finished school. I finished that major. I self-educated on the side. I took classes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. I took like the kinesiology classes. How did you determine how to science? self-educate
2: yourself? How, uh, I'm interested in like, cause I did the same. Yeah. What? What? Or how did you go about that?
1: So I, I really just like. First,
2: what was the like, kind of the first? First year you started right?
1: like. Started with as embarrassing as it is, like bodybuilding.com. Yeah, well, I, you know what I'm I, saying? I. Yeah, so we all started. Yeah, we all like started. That, like it, but I credit a
2: lot of my lo- knowledge, like muscle knowledge, right? Because we're like, oh, I gotta get my rear delts big. That knowing that anatomy from the start was yeah. like, all right, well, if I'm throwing the ball, what's gonna decelerate my muscle? What's gonna help it accelerate? What? What is doing what? Right. Because I, I know that that movement helps create bigger growth. what if i think of it outside of growth what if i just think of as function yeah right so like that has helped me greatly when people are injured and like looking at other muscles i'm like all right what's around it what's broken in the system yep um so i i I accredit a lot of knowledge because of that
1: started there and then it's like my own experiences you know what i mean and then i'm like okay teen nation they got like eric cressy this yeah. was at the time It was like You know 2012 or something 2010 11 or 12 They got Mike Robertson Eric Cressy, Tony Genilcore, um Christian uh, Thibodeau Yeah
2: that bank is deep They, they got, got Those archives Yeah,
1: yeah. They got uh, Mark Ripoteau Fucking Is Donald Dale man. John uh, What's his name uh, Meadows John Meadows Dan John like, all these dudes that, like, at, at, those names didn't mean shit to me at the time, other than Mike Robertson. Yeah. Because he's from Indy. No. So, like, I, I vibe with him. Like, me and him are, we got a pretty good relationship um, where he, you know, he's given me some great advice over the years. But, like, at the time, all I knew was Mike. So, I, I followed Mike. Then I'm like, all right, who's he fucking with? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he likes all these guys. And that's made like a tree, basically.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. if
1: Mike's a smart guy that I think is doing something that I want to do.
2: And he fucks with
1: this person. Yeah, then I'm going to just follow it. I'm going to follow the tree and see who One I like and leads who I don't. to another book. Yeah. And you're
2: like, damn, I got 10 books to read. Yeah, and it's not <laughs> like
1: everybody was for me. Like, I like Eric Cressy. I like a uh, a bunch of people that Mike followed and stuff like mm-hmm. that but some of the st- stuff he followed was like not for me at the time like yeah. he was big in like Stuart mcgill and yeah. postural restoration and yeah. that type of shit wasn't like Didn't what i was yeah. really trying to hear you know what i mean yeah now i i appreciate it more but yeah that's how and then obviously you go the the more like legal route you know where you you're getting your certifications like i got all the like NASM certifications right when I graduated, like, five or six of them, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. just, like, literally every piece of paper they would give me,
3: Yeah.
1: and then, like, NSCA, TRX, um, you know, ACE stuff, like, just getting different certifications just so you can try to be well-rounded and see who's giving out what kind of information and that type of stuff, so
2: what was your uh what are your first gigs look like and how'd you kind of build a path to where you're at today because uh today you got to speak at the arnold
1: right that was crazy and, you know so like, it's
2: like this well
1: how, how much higher do you get right <laughs> hopefully next year it'll be a full crowd since there's no coronavirus yeah but
3: um, maybe we'll all be zombies it was still a
1: good know. it was still a good crowd good turnout but man like my first gigs okay so this is kind of crazy remember I told you I like majored in like media and mm-hmm. shit like that so when I got out of school I ended up working at this radio station that I interned at um, just cause I knew I could get the job I knew I had zero clients so I had to build that up so I work at the radio station then I train at night or I train before and then work at the radio station so I did that until I could like make the leap you know for like two years doing both until I had enough you know, clients to be able to be like, all right, fuck this radio station, I'm out of here. So um, there was a gym that opened up nearby that was brand new. And I just went to this fitness expo that that they were like, had a booth at. I was like, yo, I said, hi, you know what I mean? I just showed up and said, what's up? This is what I do. I'm a trainer. You know, at the time I was like only training people like for free damn near Mm-hmm. or myself or my girlfriend at the time who's now my wife but like but like well you what you're like you, dude, in that hey. pot you stirring that pot but what uh, <laughs> your wife my you can't w- smash I was, your client try- <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus.
0: laughs>
1: actually i don't know about you but like I, at this point i cannot work out with my wife like uh, or I, I train her. I
2: can, I can do I, can I do cannot that.
1: train her. She'll fucking... Very loosely. I, I'll just shit, give her the workout, and yeah. I'll just kind of yeah. watch. Yeah, I'll give her the program. Yeah, And I can't, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. coach her on form. she be like, I'm getting as low as I can. I'm <laughs> like, no, you got to get a little bit lower. She's like, well, I physically can't. And I'm like, you can't.
2: <laughs> like, you're just... You did it without the weight. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> but, but no, so I went to that gym, said, you guys are new. You need marketing. I'm a trainer, kind of new to the game, need to get my feet wet. Like, let's make this shit happen. Yeah. So I took my school, like, and marketing and media background and flipped it and combined it with my training background, and that's how I got my first job. That was in 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. Worked there, uh, just worked my way up, you know what I mean, getting new clients. I started just... By training anybody who would train. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be picky and try to get athletes, you know, and stuff like that. Just anybody. Like, I don't care what you want to do. You want to lose 10 pounds? Let's lose 10 pounds. I had a lady, she came to me one time, like, my first client. My first client ever. Her name was Amay. She, She came to me and was like, I'm getting married in August. It's like December. I'm getting married in August. I need to get in shape. I bought my dress today. And I'm like... All right, like, you're going to get it altered? Like, because we're going to lose weight. She's like, no, I bought it four sizes too small. Oh, fuck. I can't fit it right now. I was like, let's go. <laughs> like, this is real. That was my very first client ever. Nice. And she fit the dress and invited me to the wedding. That's and tight. I was smashing it at cool. the buffet. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's it. So... Well, I don't really have that many like pop general population clients anymore. It's most like ninety percent athletes now uh-huh. like that's how I that's basketball that's where I started probably of the athletes seventy five percent are basketball mm-hmm. players um, work with a lot of basketball and football and then obviously the hockey is like a team training atmosphere but yeah um, it's it's crazy so you know I worked my way up, became like the manager at that gym. Yeah. Um, and then I just had a vision, you know, like what I wanted to do with my career
0: Yeah.
1: and I knew I couldn't do it there. So during that time, i linked up with Eric Allen, who's my business partner. Um, he was like in the same situation, just trying to figure out what he's trying to do. Um, you guys the same age? No, he's <laughs> older. He's like 42. Uh huh. So he was... His background is like he played. He was all American in college. Yeah. At IU, went to the league, bounced around for a little bit in the NFL, and then like completely abandoned sports. Like I went through a phase, you know, where it's like,
2: how do I transition? What do I
1: do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which is tough. Like you reach the top of the sport, and then like you get told like you're not good enough. Essentially, is what they say, even though you know you are. It's just a timing thing or, you know... Deals, a, 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 money, yeah, like, external you know, factors. He's, he's in camp and they, they need, like, an offensive lineman goes down with an ACL, right? The yeah. first person they're going to get rid of is somebody in the secondary. you got to fill that void with a with the offensive lineman to protect the quarterback. So you're, you know, short end of the stick. Like, it's just bad luck, you know what I mean? So, um Anyway, I think he had a period where he kind of just didn't want to fuck with football at all. Then he got into training, like me, in college, where you start missing what oh, you training do. Is so fun. You know what I mean? You start missing the sport or the football, the basketball, Because it feels like you're playing sports again. Yeah, and then you get into training. So that's how we got into it. We met through my father-in-law, and he was in the same, same position. where are like, let's just go for it. Let's open a gym. And then that was probably in, like, 2015, 2016 when we like had the idea then we hatched the idea and we both left the gyms that we were at and we just started working on it and we just started like booth rent, you know, like paying gym owners, like, yo, let me train here for, for the month for like 500 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, while we like developed this idea of the gym that we have today. And then in 2017 we opened, um, now here we are 2020. How big is the space? thirty two hundred square feet. Um, yeah. It's not not terribly big, it's but it's so not fierce, small, you know. Yeah. It's a big box. We got twenty yards of, well, seventeen yards of turf and then a weight room.
3: So, yeah, oh, so it looks very collegiate.
1: Dumb. Yeah, very collegiate. Well, we got all rogue stuff, but it's not that collegiate. Yeah. But, it's dope. It's dope. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool, but it's it's like we got like the minimalistic Type shit, I mean, all you need is the, the basics. Oh, that's all you need. You know? Like we got a cable machine. We got three squat racks. We got you know dumbbells to 125. Um, you know how many
3: bosu balls do you see yeah? have? <laughs> yeah, we got zero. Uh, <laughs> bro, they got this cable machine. We got the uh, you hit the, the, the button machine. and it changes the weights as you're like lifting it. We do have a new school cable machine. <laughs> that's like, dope. dope. Yeah. It's What's wrong with the pin? Just...
1: The pin is cool, but we're just like. <laughs> hey. it's dope. And hey, I got it. No, I got kids, it. Let
3: me
2: buy this. I got this.
1: Yeah, I was like, let's just do it. Like, let's, it's pretty dope. It works off Bluetooth. Yeah. So the thing is, like, you don't have to stop, ever. Yeah. If you're doing cable rows and you're like, this is too light, you just hit that button and keep rowing. And let's then on the too. screen, it'll tell I'll, you. I'll just have to come just for yeah, that. Yeah, you it's gotta sick. just come. And so, you know, we got a sled. We got a couple specialty bars, like three or four specialty bars and a bunch of iron Fucking just try to get so kids to uh, you,
2: you said that you had a vision. I imagine that vision is alive at the gym. what what How did you set up set up the business model or philosophy that makes it your vision?
1: So basically, we wanted to have like the vision was a, a place where like we can develop a community mm-hmm. like we were talking about earlier, like this community thing. But it's it's all different types of athletes and even some, you know, non athletes, but people just who wanna get better.
2: Yeah. Like I don't was care. Was the, the gym you had before just like uh it was, transactional it was environment?
1: Like, very transactional. Just getting it get was out. like there, I mean there were times where it was like you're just pressured to make a sale. And oh, that's, that's not
2: my style my mine was too.
1: Bro, that's not but my I, style.
2: Yeah, no, I don't, not my
1: style at all. I don't, I don't sell. I don't sell either. I just I don't say, do hey, dude, if you want to get better, this, hey, this is what, is what you gotta do. Yeah, like, let's get it. Okay. So, so it was very transactional, and it was to the point where I just, you know, I, am more of a relationship type of dude. Mm-hmm. Like we wanted to develop a community. Obviously, we want to get results for everybody, yeah. but the type that of people. That was kind of like a given.
2: Yeah. That's what, that's what we do.
1: Exactly. Like, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to open up a gym and just half-ass it. Yeah. Like, hopefully everybody just has fun. Like, you're still going <laughs> to get results at the end of the day. So, it's just one of those things where we just had that vision where we can come together, bring our networks together, and, like, make this place, like, special in a way that a lot of places don't have, where you can... Train at the same time as a professional athlete, even if you're not a professional athlete. Whether you're a youth athlete or just like a mom trying to get yeah. in shape, just a place where everybody knows. Like not anybody can just come. Yeah. Like I'll turn you away if I just feel like you're just bullshitting. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna waste my time. The money's not that important to me. Like, I I do want to make more money, but at the same time I'm not gonna sacrifice the brand, the culture, yeah. or like my time just to take a, a extra class. Yeah. Where I would be a lot better off if I did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're talking about childcare. Like, 1800 a month wouldn't be so bad for the kids' daycare yeah. if I took just anybody. No, but
2: it would affect their business, and then you might not yeah. have a business. So but, it's-
1: but, like, literally everybody in Pace and everybody in the gym knows each other. Yeah. Like, crazy story. We train... We train this, this girl, uh, Natalie Achamwa. She plays for The Fever. Um... We trained Taylor Tannenbaum, who's, like, the sports anchor at the local news Mm -hmm. outlet. And the other day, like, they know each other from the gym. They trained at the same time. And the other day, like, Taylor was interviewing Natalie
2: on TV. And I was
1: like, damn, that's crazy. Like, that's my, you know, those are, like, two of my favorite people ever. You know what I mean? Like, and they met in my gym. And they probably would have met anyway because,
2: yeah." They both play. but it like, just speaks to like but it was the, the just culture like, whoa,
1: and that's crazy. Yeah, and then so I, I said something to Natalie. I was like, "Yo, that's pretty cool. Like that makes me feel good." And she was like, um, "These two other girls that we train that are that are pro women's basketball players." She was like, "Yeah, Amber and Michelle. They're gonna help me with my camp in Canada because she's from Canada." Yeah, and I'm like, "Damn, that's crazy! Like everybody's just like
2: doing stuff, vibing. Together. You know, yeah. like
1: everybody just wants everybody to win." at the gym it doesn't matter who you are and so it was just it was just a cool moment you know where i was like damn that's i'm starting to get to where i want to get yeah where so let me ask connected. you this
2: uh because it sounds like a very familiar feel uh were there any thoughts or what are your thoughts on crossfit
1: gyms couple thoughts
0: <laughs>
1: so <laughs> I I, 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 let me think crossfit i have a friend that owns crossfit gym. yeah And I don't think I don't want to say this. (laughs) The culture and the community aspect of CrossFit is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. They get people to buy in and do shit, and like even sometimes shit they shouldn't be doing. But they it like brought fitness to like the like popularity almost. Mm -hmm. So in that aspect, CrossFit is great. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think that. CrossFit gets a bad like reputation mm-hmm. for like being bad coaches or something like that. But there's some there's some awesome CrossFit coaches out there. Yeah. So for me, it's not for me. CrossFit's not for me. Mm-hmm. I would never do it. I've done it, I've tried it, I've done workouts, I've done wads or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just not for me. But I respect that if you can commit to CrossFit and that's what you're trying to do and you wanna even compete at it, like those are some of the sickest athletes. On the planet. Yeah, Some of the you got to do it right. It's for sure yeah, on if a you, if you per do gym, it right,
2: per coach basis. Yeah,
1: per coach, per gym.
2: Yeah, Tyler's been trying to make fun of me for being a CrossFitter. <laughs> do
1: you do CrossFit?
2: Bro, I run a CrossFit gym. Do you really? Yeah.
1: See, I didn't even know that. Like, the thing is, like I was saying, it's it's per gym, per coach. And I don't think that there's, like, I don't think there's, like, a a full understanding of what really goes on. At a CrossFit gym. Yeah. Like, it, it's getting right
2: now to the point where it's too many. So you're going to get way bad coaches. Yeah. Um, the whole thing that we do is coaching development. Like, you you have to have that as as a gym. Yeah. Your number one priority. For sure. Right?
1: You have to.
2: Um, And if that holds its space, you can hold space with, like, all the other things. Yeah. I was just interested.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, uh, like, my buddy Jay, he has a CrossFit gym. Or box or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, like what they do is really like regimented, where it's like there's a progression for everything. You can tell, like the the old saying is like, oh yeah, you just you walk in and you do like Olympic lifts for time, and no, but, but that's mean. not really the thing, you know. It's no, like you do not do that. There's, there's a progression. So
2: much shit behind that.
1: You should not like. And I think it's irresponsible for people to say that that happens, but there might be gyms that it does happen at, but all the CrossFit gyms that I know of, that's why I, I really don't have no type of like, it's not for me just because that's not my style. Yeah. But like, if somebody wants to do it, then I'm like, fuck it, go ahead, like. You gonna stick with it?
2: Yeah. Then do it. Yeah, I did a muscle up for Tyler today at Rogue. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I was at Rogue, so I had to do a muscle up. Damn, because we've been been doing powerlifting the whole time. Yeah, (laughs) I definitely thought you were like a powerlifter. No, I'm a fucking CrossFitter. Are you really? Yeah.
1: That's crazy. He's just a G. (laughs) That's crazy. I never knew that. Well, I did. That's been the
2: joke the whole fucking day. It's, It's pretty funny.
1: CrossFitter.
3: Tyler, what'd you study in college? Healthcare administration. What does that mean? You do insurance? It's like the it's like the business side of healthcare, like healthcare finance. Uh huh. That's what I study. Complex as fuck. No, I'm not really. If you understand numbers, then it's not. Which I'm. You know, lifting weights, I understand how to count in, like, 45-pound increments. So it's like 135, 185, 225, 275,
2: 315. I don't, I don't make that
1: small jumps. <laughs> that's about where I stop. <laughs>
2: yeah. I got. I make those jumps, I got to warm up.
3: Yeah, that's true. And my crew
2: skips through that, and I'm like, nah, man, I,
3: I got to warm up. I'm old now. Bro, we literally deadlifted today and went 135, 225, yeah, I'm 315, 405,
2: the, 500. I'm not going to do the hip circle in front of Louie.
3: That's true. That's true. Am I Even gonna I do, call you a bitch? Like, we did hip extensions. Job. We did back extensions. We did do back extensions as a
2: warm up. But I, when you're at Westside, you gotta be yeah. You gotta careful be on how you move. Yep. Uh How and why did you start powerlifting?
3: Oh, so it it goes back to the athletics. So I'm from a a super super small town in rural Ohio, and we didn't have a strength coach. I didn't play football, um, so I was never. Why did you like, not play football? Because I, I grew up playing soccer, and I like soccer better. I,
2: it's very interesting to me that you and Zach, or so many of you, played soccer out here, because I feel like it was just a, a, a coastal thing.
3: No, for so some reason. so you were either. Actually, a lot of people in my town don't play sports, but and nobody really cared about soccer, but I did, and. I did it because, um, I just, as, when I started as a young kid, um, you know, my parents put me in, like, a youth soccer league or whatever. It's and also so, the cheapest sport. Well, in, in my hometown, like, <laughs> don't even need nobody clips. had money. Yeah. So, like, my family was, was well off, like, I didn't do without, um... But it's not like there were, like, millionaires in my hometown. Like, everybody was pretty much either on the level playing field or they were, like, broke, broke. Yeah. So, like, the money thing wasn't a big deal. But um, I started playing soccer. And then I I skipped one year, my seventh grade year, I didn't play. And I missed it so much that I was like, I'm never going to not play soccer. So I played up until sixth grade, skipped seventh grade. And I was like, shit, I missed this. So I go back. And I played uh, baseball, too. And then... I got burnt out with soccer because we were terrible, and I was like – I was pretty, pretty good, and we were awful, and I was just sick of being a good player on a bad team. So I went to college kind of like Justin, which I, I made my college decision um, when I was real young where I was going to go. And then I went there, and then I was like, I'm going to try and walk on the baseball team. But I, <laughs> so, so, I go, so I go to the first day of baseball practice. It was dope, right? And, but I love basketball. Went to the basketball play pickup that night. Literally last game, rec center's about to close in 20 minutes. They're like, all right, we'll run one more game. My buddies are all like, now nah, we're done. They're like, oh, well, we only got nine people. And I was like, I love competing. I don't care if we're playing darts or basketball. I'm gonna try and beat your ass. And I was like, yo, I'll play. I caught a rebound, turned, my leg popped. And I was like, oh shit, went down on the ground. Dudes came over, helped me off. I told my ACL. And I was like, fuck. Well, what guess what? When did you start what? lifting? Did you, were you lifting already? No, never lifted a weight in my life. See? See? Yep. And I was like, I was it's like, fuck, good. what am I supposed to do? And I um, had never been hurt before. And I was like, well, I was going to try and play baseball. And now I'm, I can't. I went to practice the next day with my, a knee brace on. And the coach was like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?
3: What are you doing? And I wasn't like super skilled but I was like fast and I hustled and I was kind of a dog so like I was just an outfielder and I kind of roamed and he's like how the fuck are you supposed to run the outfield with the knee brace on <laughs> he's like get out of here I was like
2: see you later see what was your first injury as an adult Were my first like, injury
1: um, probably my back like I fucked my back up playing basketball and just never dealt with the the
2: like oh, so growing up playing basketball fucked up your back cause, oh yeah because you did not sure. lift or do any for strength sure. training
1: like i did a little strength training but like basically i think that all the specialization fucked me up like i i imagine it's
2: common in the basketball world yeah fuck up backs hell yeah gymnastics i learned you sh- soccer players yes yeah. My hamstrings and my calves kept blowing up. Yeah, I kept trying to do shit and nope.
3: I think because we a, ran on cleats, bro. I think. Well, it was an early we didn't specialization, specialization, man. and
2: we didn't work on any backside. Imagine we would have done the hamstring curls we did today, just that by itself. I'd have been in high school. One.
3: Yeah, I'd have been running kids. That by
2: like yeah, we could probably run a strength training program with just a GHD. Yeah. And like a reverse hyper, yeah. just the basics.
1: Yeah. yeah. Facts and like a fifty-pound dumbbell. Yeah, <laughs> you just like do Here. goblet squats until you can't. it be like MacGyver of strength training, just with that. Just like with you that, so much shit. Dude, the thing is like, like I don't even know how people became freak
3: athletes twenty five years no. ago. Like Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson apparently never lifted a weight in his life. Yeah, and Herschel Walker only did body weight training, which is I think that's bullshit. But I think so too. But that dude was a freak. He's but how.
1: I don't know how. It's like, you look back, like, I'm putting, like, inches on these dudes' verticals yeah. every summer. Yep. Wow. How are dudes jumping out of the gym 25 years ago?
3: It's genetic monsters. Genetics
1: and just maybe, you know.
3: You know what I think it is, playing, though? to. There's a lot of strength aspect. You talked about it earlier. Dudes would go to the basketball court at the park. And they would play against yeah, each other and they would beat play, on each other. Play for yeah, and yeah, that's play how like you get, don't play like that no more. That's how you get yeah. your conditioning and like just banging on dudes is how you get you get stronger. Yeah, for sure. And I think like these dudes were just like that's all they did. Like they didn't have the internet. Like kids, they're losing mobility, they're losing strength because they're sitting on a couch playing video games all day. Right. Um, and back then, they used to go play pickup soccer. Oh, I would and, go run outside. Yeah, you sprint playing a sport. You're building, you know. I remember Justin watching said, every time. You want to get faster? Go sprint. Yeah. Oh, even walking a slid nowadays. Yeah. yeah.
2: But I would watch a Rocky movie, and for six months, I would be motivated to fucking kill myself on, uh, on runs. Yeah. yeah. Just based on that shit. It's crazy. Like, well, I don't know. I yeah. don't. Uh, there's no internet really. It's the really... Internet's whack. It takes forever. To download one song, so I'm gonna go outside. It's yeah.
1: really weird, like why like running, like jogging is like the modality that everybody uses for getting in shape. Yeah. To me, that's just weird. Oh, now, you know right I'm, now, yeah, like, with now. with what we know, with, with yeah. what we
2: know, because before it was like before oh, yeah. you
1: don't know, but now it's like okay, you want to you want to jog to get better at. It's boxing? the worst like
2: the- thing that you can do. Yeah. It's and like, it's dangerous. Doing? Destroy yourself. Have you been running? No, then it's dangerous for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like,
1: are you a runner? Then, yeah, don't then Don't run. run. <laughs> it's like, boxers still run like 15 mile, you know, training. And it's like, you should probably change your, the way that you get that aerobic base. So that you're, I mean, the feet, obviously your hands are the most important thing in boxing. But you could argue that your feet are... Equally as important. You know what I mean? The footwork aspect of it—you're putting miles on those feet. Every ground, every foot strike, and they run outside oftentimes. And if
2: you don't have a good gait,
1: yeah, you're putting miles on a shitty system. Like that's just, and then you're gonna go box, and then you, you know, like (laughs) Deontay Wilder, like his—he got tired because his his costume was too heavy. heavy. Come on, bro, (laughs) he's tripping. I would never say that to his face, though. All right, drop me.
2: Um, all right, so we're going to go a little bit more personal questions. I'm interested in kind of like people's habits and how you go operating in the world and kind of like how do you reach different levels and keep growing? Uh, this Either of you can answer. I'm just kind of going to sling some. How do you guys go about balancing uh, work and life?
3: You want to go? <laughs> that's an interesting one Um, right because
2: we got training we got relationships you got your dog like there's so many different dynamics How, how do you go about like being in a space where you can still operate
3: so I have to be very um regimented throughout the day so and if it gets thrown off at all my whole day is messed up so I wake up Supposed to be at three thirty, but it's usually at like need go
2: to sleep early three forty
3: five three fifty uh and that's part of it, so it's like three forty five three fifty a m s when I wake up goes to old school, train there, come home, do some stuff around uh the house, get ready for the day i work uh at a fortune fifteen company as a financial analyst uh go there. Do that, and then I do my strength coaching after. So I leave work, go train kids. Sometimes it's till I get home at seven. Sometimes it's eight. Um, get home, get get kind of house in order, and then I just like shut it down. But uh, I set up time either in the morning or in the evening to kind of work on you know either personal development or you know whatever. Like I'm trying to learn like it. right now. Um, I've been talking to Corey. Uh, Gregory a lot about like dividend investing and different kind of like wealth building so I've been like reading a lot about that so I'll set a time like 30 minutes either in the morning or the evening to do that um I'll do that and then I just shut it down and that's the time where I spend with you know my girlfriend dogs um we just kind of do whatever and that's why I stay up until like 11 o'clock because we'll be watching a basketball game on the west coast or whatever and it's like shit it's 11 30 I need to go to bed so I can get Four hours of sleep <laughs> hours. How, how do you manage
1: the time Shit, that's the hard you got a routine thing. or is it day
2: by day it's a routine
1: or... but my routine is that there is no routine like my life is fucking crazy bro yeah. like here all right here's a story this is a real story mm-hmm. about what was yesterday friday yeah this is how my I'm friday so was yeah
2: that? i know i'm like i'm so day confused is it?
1: This is how my Friday started. I like a routine, like Tyler was saying. I have a very strict routine, and if it gets thrown off, it's it's not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yesterday, I got thrown off that routine, and basically, I get to the gas station. I always stop out to get my coffee. Mm-hmm. Somebody broke in. The doors busted out and everything like that, so they were closed. Next thing... That threw me off my routine. Next thing that happens, uh, I walk into the gym to open it up in the morning. My back door was propped open all night. Oh! I'm like, okay, that's not good. Next thing, I notice like, there's, a, there's a stain on the tile in the bathroom. I look up, my water heater's like, literally leaking. All this shit happened within 30 minutes oh. at like 5 in the morning. I'm like, yo, my day is going ham right now so i get through the day i get ready to pack up and go i grab my keys wait my keys are gone where are my keys somebody accidentally took my keys off the table in the gym thinking they were theirs so like all that stuff right there yeah like that just totally fucked my day up not like from like i was mad perspective yeah, yeah. but just like from threw your routine off uh, yeah threw my routine off and then that throws everything off yep You know so i guess that's just like an example like but something like that happens every day i feel like. what do you
2: tell yourself what goes through your mind to not let it affect your day
1: i just try to just like think like big picture you know what i mean like in the grand scheme of things no this matters just go home and just like be a great dad and husband and like have fun and shit you know what i mean like yeah at the end of the day, like none of that is their problem, so they don't even need to worry about it. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna handle it at the appropriate time. But, like, so I guess to answer your question, like work-life balance, I just try to, I try not to make work my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and when you own a gym, like it's easy for that to happen it's easy for that to happen because it kind of is your life in a way. It's no, like your okay. livelihood. It's, it's two in one, dude. You know, like so... us
2: doing right, this right here right now, talking... Th- this is technically having work. Having
1: fun? Yeah. It is technically work. Yeah. So I try not to let it, like, overcome my life. I just try to make... Obviously, when especially if you run a gym or you own a gym, you can't ever be not on because something... You you're always doing something. Yeah, But... I just try to, I try to like work a schedule where I know that I can have dedicated family time, dedicated time to, you know, do things like this if I want to. And even if it's in the middle of the day, like Wednesday, Wednesday from one to two 30, I'm playing basketball. I no, will not trying. train. I don't train. I'm trying. Uh, I'm not available. Soccer. I need, like, you know what I mean? need
2: that back in.
1: Yeah. Monday through Friday from two 30 to five 30, I'm not available for anybody. I don't care if LeBron James calls me. I'm with the kids. Like, you're not going to hear from me, Yeah. Because I pick them up from school. We hang until um, Catherine gets home. Then I go back to the gym. So I open and close the gym. But, like, in between, I squeeze in some family time. Saturday afternoon, I won't be at the gym. Sunday, you will not catch me at the gym. Like... I have to. I have to be strict about it, or I'll do it. Cause I love what I do. Yeah. So I love. Like it's easy. Like if you wanted to train me, train with me on a Sunday. Like if I didn't have kids, or didn't set these boundaries, be I'd be like, let's go. Like yeah, let's, yeah. let's do it. What time yeah. you want to meet up? But I have to have those boundaries because they're old enough now to understand. Like I'm not around, or I am around. So I don't want to like get into that that's type cool. of you know situation so that's cool that's, that's cool. my my work life balance is basically like working on a routine a schedule that's based around like how to make my family operate mm-hmm. better and then everything so else that whole complexity is it's a lot. it's a
2: job too a right lot. like making sure alright what do the kids got this week yeah am I gonna miss anything their schedule yep. babe what are you doing Yo, What's my schedule? Okay, when you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's like I miss st-
1: I miss stuff sometimes, and I feel horrible about it. But it's like you know, I still like you said, how still do you get through provide. that? Just get big picture, you know, yeah. like okay, it's one soccer practice. We'll we'll make it to the game. Yeah, you unless, you're yeah. <laughs> unless you're
2: coaching, yeah. And if you're coaching, you, you be- can't miss. <laughs> I'm at work playing oh. with my son. Yeah exactly i'm telling you it's fire once you start doing that it's so tight uh all right i'm gonna lay this one on you guys it's a little deep so i'll give you time i'm gonna give you my answers and then kind of when i'm rolling uh you guys can come up with whatever uh i was gonna ask you what some of your core values are um my kind of three three that i kind of live by operate by and coach by is like discipline um what what are you able to do something difficult and uh, at all times. How are you pushing yourself? How are you challenging yourself? And how are you able to kind of maintain discipline so that you can have freedom in your life?
1: Right. right? If
2: all your shits in order,
1: yeah,
2: you can have the creative side or the fun side. Uh, one of my other one is kind of like um, character. What What does your character look like? What does your judgment look like? What do you stand for? Especially in like 20, 2020 um to where it very easy to get consumed or act a certain way um thinking of like my family and being a father to my son I was like all right if he's watching me do some what do my actions stand for right what is he going to take away kind of the last one comes from like being an athlete and always wanting to win, like we had some heated FIFA games today. They were low key, <laughs> fucking heated. Yeah. Uh, but and what we're is about that to catch them after? Because <laughs> but you know, what does that mentality beat? look like? Are you, yeah. what are you willing to do to win? Right. Um, so I wanted to kind of ask you: if There's anything that comes up for you? Like, yo, this is kind of how how how
1: and what I stand for. You probably already know mine because you've been to the gym, literally it's easy four things purpose attitude commitment effort pace that's why the gym oh, is called pace purpose
2: so that's why you were nodding your head purpose You're attitude commitment language. effort I, I that's got literally this. all I got this.
1: because if you think about like all the things that you said can still fall under those yeah things, there's different, you know I mean? different terms there's different terms but they mean the same thing like uh what is your purpose are you finding a purpose are you working towards a purpose You know can you develop that and and work towards it attitude like what what do you what's your mindset you know do you approach things in a positive attitude are you a negative type of person like what does your attitude look like commitment discipline basically Mm -hmm. are you committed are you gonna say you're gonna do something and follow through and then effort are you going to try hard like are you gonna die trying to win if you're not, then I don't know if we're like gonna be that good of friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need people on my team that are like ready to, like, really go hard at something. So that's the the P A C E. That's
3: that's Easy. the business that is, right yeah. there. That's literally How many, what it is. Uh, do
1: you have any coaches under you? Or is it just YouTuber now? Not right now, it's just us two. We're we're hiring right now. Like, yeah, we're we're trying to get to that next level. It's hard. huh? It's so hard. It's that's hard. the hardest part, bro. I've failed at, like... I don't want to say failed, but, like... What's
2: your process in trying to train someone to get to, like... Yes, I will give you money.
1: That's the hard part. Oh, what What Bro, do you do, or, or how... Oh,
2: Because oh, this is what we do a lot of at, at our spot. Um, do you have, like, a, a method for it? Is it just kind of come in and try so to... So,
1: like, we we don't have, like, a set method. The thing, The thing that makes it hard is that I think a lot of the people that come there, like, they come there for either myself or Eric, similar to, like, a Corey-type situation. But we need to realize that, like, we can't clone ourselves. Like... Mm-hmm. They're going to be their own person. The person is going to be that their own person. And we just need to give them, like, the, I guess the foundations of what we do and what I think makes us good at what we do. But at the end of the day, you just gotta like trust the hiring process and and try. That's why it's so hard. Cause I'm like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I fuck up every day. I, totally. Yeah, but you stuff. have a
2: stake in the game. This is yeah, your life. this is my
1: life. Like I, because yeah. if I mess up, then I'm gonna figure out why Dude, you can't fail. Yeah, I, I You're literally not allowed to fail. Not allowed to. <laughs> like they'll take my house. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I can't not
2: win. Where? Okay, so uh, so let me, how, where do you think people fail?
1: Um, what do you mean?
2: Like, where do they fail in the hiring process that um, you haven't felt like maybe you've done the best job?
1: Man, I think people are lazy. I think most people are just flat out lazy. I I would agree. Like, like, like I said, bro, are you... Like, you if you gotta, don't have stake in the game, yeah, they're just trying to cruise. Exactly. It's so hard to find somebody that's going to work, even at a half the level that you found I'm willing
2: to. Have you that at like all ages or is it just general
1: general i mean i've only really interviewed people that are like around my age or younger yeah so i i i I don't think i could confidently say it about like the older generation but you know 21 to 30 like a lot of people that i just meet are just lazy like they're not trying to like go hard at anything it's like you know, I was having a conversation with one of them. That, and we're just, like, interviewing right now. But it's, like, everybody wants to know, like, what do they get? How much do I get paid? Get better? out of here. Don't have, even like, have, yeah, what yeah. do I have to do? You know what I mean? Like, get out of here. What are you going to bring to my gym? I'm, I'm hiring you money. You. I'm hiring you to make my life easier. Yeah. It just shouldn't make my life more complicated. Yeah. So it's just, I just think it's different, man. I don't know. I wasn't, like... I was just taught to like bring value. Yeah. Just like by my parents. You know what I mean? Right. Don't don't ask for something if you didn't give anything in return. Or like You know, the funny thing something. is this is
2: like they will never end up getting that money no. At first. No. Because they don't think this in the way of you're almost just gonna kill it and really by not thinking about it and just thinking about your work ethic right. is how you make all the money.
1: Yeah, you just like, gotta Like, complete work. the opposite. Like, like you just have to just go through some shit, you know? It's not gonna be like... I think everybody thinks that business is so glamorous. You know what I mean? Like, because you see all this shit on social media and like... I want to be bro. an entrepreneur. Yeah, okay. Okay,
2: well, wait for tax season, kid. Yeah, exactly. Shit.
1: Tax season's <laughs> killing my shit right now. I got a text from my financial advisor that i haven't even looked at because i'm like man i'm having a good time I'm not, bro. I'm, not, <laughs> not, I'm not even opening that text till tomorrow like but i already know like it's probably three texts in there yeah you know
2: like, oh man i don't
1: even I, want to open it because do you want to
2: file for an extension <laughs>
1: yeah exactly yeah uh yeah Please uh, need that
2: okay so what we have found to kind of get over that first barrier yeah is you got to be a member of the gym for three months first Ooh, I like that. I'm not even talking to you. Uh, if you're unable to pay for a membership, you can intern. Yeah. And you're going to get dirt bag yeah. tasks. I yeah. don't care. You got to yeah. make it through some time. Yep. Um, and then what we have is you got to write a... All right, we'll go far. All right, so after the three months, you got to write a letter of intent. Why? So, two barriers. Yeah. If you can't do that, and we're still not having the conversation. Uh, in order to become a coach at our gym, you got to pass three tests. Right. So after your letter intent, you're now allowed to pass these three tests. Uh, there's no kind of uh, time frame to where you have to take these tests. You just take them when you're ready. Uh, every Saturday, we meet up. 8 a.m. every Saturday uh, to hold a classroom thing. So this we have uh, like 10 students in this mm-hmm. pretty much at all times.
0: Yeah.
2: We all will we'll talk about training topics, energy systems, absolute strength, um, different velocities of the bar. Right. Everything. Programming. Rapport, biz every aspect of what needs to go on. Because we want you to be ready to do any given task, whether it's business-related, uh, customer-related, or training-related. Relate, mm-hmm. uh, once uh, And at the same time, you have to shadow X amount of training sessions with a coach. So your eyeballs in, eyeballs in. Yeah. And then it comes into to where, like, hey, go fix that person. Go in. Uh, okay, hey, you're going to lead the warm-up today. And then you keep evolving, keep evolving. The first test is a written test about training um, you can pass I think it's 75 or 80 percent you have one hour to do it so that's kind of uh, so the the being a member barrier one writing a letter letter to or uh, barrier two coming to that 8 a.m morning class another barrier uh, taking the first test barrier number four barrier number five. Is a, a verbal test And I just ask you questions yeah. I, just qu- I grill you Or yeah. we grill you <laughs> And if you're like If there's hesitation And it just sounds like No you don't know the answer Yeah. Then no you failed uh, That one's more subjective-ish yeah. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but I'm going to throw you in the in the fire If I need you to fix Justin I can't tell, wait for you to make A decision in half an hour like, He needs to train right now yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and then the last one is you, you got to do X amount of training sessions and there's this big like grading sheet and you got to get all passing grades. After that, then maybe you get a consideration. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how you weed them out. Like yes.
2: When you, if you can't make it through those, yeah. I'm, we're not interested. But if you
1: can, then you're special.
2: Then you're in. And yeah. because it hurts so much to get there, you're not going to quit.
1: Yeah. Our attrition rate,
2: I think it's zero.
1: Yeah. You get we it and keep, keep everything. Yeah. Because they're
2: hurt. But also, now you're ready. I'm confident that you're ready. I yep. will be willing to put you out in front of anyone.
1: Yeah, You
2: know what I mean? Um,
1: That's dope.
2: Values, Tyler. I know you had a long th- time to think about it. So we're expecting fire from Gotta you.
1: have some fire. Your bro.
2: core values. How do you operate, big dog? So this
3: is... Super- Besides
2: caffeine.
3: <laughs> yeah, caffeine's number one. This is super cheesy, but there was this show I used to watch back in the day and it was it was called Friday Night Lights and they always had this saying, Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose and that's how I approach literally everything. It's like if you don't go in with the intent that you can do whatever the fuck you set your mind to, if you just give a shit and like put forth an effort, like I was always taught that I can do whatever the hell I want to in life. I just got to outwork everybody. And it's like, that's how I do everything. We were actually talking about this on the way to Westside this morning. We were talking about, like, I don't know if I'm too stupid to know any better. (laughs) But I think that's how I, like, made it so far in life. Like, I was talking to uh, Todd and Juan yesterday. I was like, you know what's crazy is, like, the last two, <laughs> <He's fucking> meets, <laughs> last two meets, I squatted over 500 pounds, and I literally don't know how the fuck I did it. Like, I just think I'm too stupid to know any better, and I'm like, yeah. I'm going to fucking literally, like, my training is is usually pretty good leading up to it, but I never, like, know where I'm at. And I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to fucking do it, and I'm going to literally give Everything I have in my body every ounce of my being to do this and shit just works like <laughs> I put in the time training Like I train fucking hard. I do what it takes. I I eat what I need to all that stuff um, and then when it comes game day, I just literally fucking Clear eyes full heart can't lose just get the fucking squat bar I'm like it doesn't matter if I stepped in dog shit this morning or if um my bank card got double charged for a purchase or if um, I got a parking ticket, the only right. thing that matters is that moment and that I give 100% effort. Yeah. And if you, if you literally approach everything in your life, like it's not just like weightlifting or whatever, but if you do that for everything, like – when you go to pick your kids up, you got to give literally 100% effort to, like, being their dad. Right. Obviously, I don't know that because like, so I have kids, but, like... You got the dogs? You got the dogs? Yeah. Dog? They shit, dog. my dog Dude, your
2: dogs are fucking babies. Yeah. Your dogs are kids, too.
3: My yeah.
1: dog is, like, the hardest in the house. Yeah. Like, she, like, my kids are easy compared to my dog. She's a diva.
3: Yeah. But but that's, like, my personal value is why why would I do something? Why, what's my purpose of living life if I'm going to half-ass something? And kind of like what you, what you said earlier, Justin, is people are just fucking lazy. And, like, what's my point of even fucking existing? If right. I'm, like, I think about, I, this is going to sound super morbid, but I think about death a lot. Right? So I think, like, what if I just died tomorrow? Like, what, Yeah. But here's the thing. It doesn't fucking mean anything. In the grand scheme of things, like if I die, it doesn't mean anything. Like nobody cares. But like the impact that you leave behind, like that's what matters, right? So if I go through my life and I don't mean like me dying personally, but like just in general, like death, like when people die, if, if, if if you're a lazy piece of shit and you don't do anything with your life, then what's the point of even being there? You know what I mean? Like why not bust your ass and try and, make something like you're leaving an impact right pace all the kids you're impacting like you're doing something meaningful and actually like changing people's lives you're doing the same thing with deuce i do the same thing like 4am crew people come up to me all the time like oh man like i was overweight i follow you guys you give me inspiration change my life and that means something because like that means right. something i'm doing Give somebody else hope and like impacts their life. And if you're just lazy, then what the fuck are you even doing? Like not saying you should die, but like right, yeah. what, what's your purpose? You should do something. That's, Why not that's... change that and do something and try like, I don't care. It doesn't have to be weightlifting. It could be like, you know, find something you're good at and whether, you know, music, drawing, writing, whatever, and do that and fucking pour your heart into it and you can impact one person and then, your your time on this earth was worthwhile. Right. Right? So anything that you do, you should just... I think
2: that's like the number one thing to why Kobe dying hurts so much.
3: Bingo. And that's what I was thinking about when I was... Hell like, Because yeah. everyone is hurts. like,
2: well, why Kobe? Why there was a bunch of other people? I'm like, yo... Kobe touched so many people.
3: And that's when I started thinking about death, like, when Kobe died. Because, like, we talked about earlier, that was the first, like, big dude. Like, Mac Miller hit me hard because I listened to his music. But, like, Kobe was literally there my whole life. And then it's, like, when he died, it was, like, look at what – how many people – Like, I'm a fucking – white kid from southeast ohio <laughs> like we got like
2: yo. i'm telling you, la no, is uh, not 130
3: dude. kids in my my high school in my high school graduating class one school in the county small as fuck everybody fucking knew who kobe bryant was he was in la his whole life yeah he was a kid when he got drafted he grew up in he front of us he was a
1: kid bro he grew up in front of us like and it's like in Justin Bieber with a basketball yeah, in his hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, not comparing them, but like, uh, that was just like Justin Bieber. We were adults when he came on the scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we've got to watch him grow up. Yeah. But like the thing with Kobe was, and, and even LeBron. like we Grew were, up with him. We yeah. were adults when Le- pretty much LeBron came on the scene. Like we were yeah. entering high school and yep. adulthood. Yeah. We grew up with Kobe. Like, yep. like we were what was what he was he was drafted in what? Ninety six. I mean, I'm seven years old. That's my guy. I'm like, yo, I'm a Kobe fan. Yep. Him and Vince Carter. I, oh, was, Vince a, Carter I was a was big a Vince Carter fan. Team Act too. Yeah. And it, but it was like but Kobe wasn't even like a dude when he nope. got drafted. No. He came off the bench. Yep. You know what I mean? He worked his way up. He didn't even get traded. Because of his talent. It was like a salary cap yeah. thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when he got traded from Charlotte to, to LA. So it was like this dude, like he didn't have it all. Like he didn't, he worked for it. That's why we love him because like LeBron, and I'm not comparing them. I'm just like looking at another player that's of the same stature. Like LeBron we knew was special yeah. when he was in seventh grade. Zion, we've known about since he was in the seventh grade. But Kobe, yeah, he was the best high school basketball player in, in the world at the time. He obviously got drafted to the NBA, but he wasn't expected to change the NBA. No. Like, he wasn't expected to be like, holy shit, that's Michael Jordan 2.0. Yep. And in some ways, he's better than Mike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he worked for that. He That's why it's like... He's so inspirational to everybody. is so like they're fighting on TV right now. Yeah. <laughs> they're, it's like we were talking about, but man, he he like was relentless with it, and so yeah. he inspired us to be like
3: mambas. He you know? he has that mentality of, and it's cliche too, but and it's another one that I write on my Converse: kill them all and keep moving. Like yeah, but Kobe had that mentality like. Whoever's in my way, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to go about my shit. And, and that's back, how my life I is. i get back on
1: D. I'm going to take the ball from you. Yep. And then I'm going to fucking back you down, do a nice little turnaround yep. fade. And I'm getting buckets. So I'm dropping 40 a game. Yeah. Yeah. 81. He dropped 81 in the modern NBA. That's crazy. That's insane. I mean, think about Wilt. Like, there's no video of his 100. There's no video. You go back and look at that NBA, you know what I mean? It's like Wilt was just like a tall athlete. Yeah. Playing against six one centers. Like if you put Kevin I'm not Ray taking away from that. Yeah. yeah, now what's he gonna do? I'm not taking away from Will. He scored a hundred freaking points. Yeah. But it was also like It was different. It was so different. There's like They
2: probably got to eighty and they're like, just keep going to it hits a hundred. Yeah.
1: That's exactly what my um our wide receiver coach at the gym just said. Like so he was like, he was on Twitter like, Will. They probably were just like, he's killing. I don't know how much he has. Like, let's yeah. say he's at like eighty. They probably just made that shit up. Yeah, like,
2: let him keep going. Let yeah. him keep
1: going. The yeah. game's not over till he gets a hundred. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, how much
2: time you got? But Kobe. Uh. Scored it. <laughs> yeah,
1: Kobe scored in the eighty-one in the modern NBA with people watching.
2: People we were watching it. You could watch it. 81 points. You could watch 81 it.
1: 81 points, bro. I remember watching that. Like, all the games got cut off. Yeah. Everybody was like, we're, interru- in we're to interrupting. Yeah, yeah, we're interrupting your regular broadcast. Kobe has 71 in yeah. the fourth quarter right now. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just the type of impact I don't even know how we got on this topic But Kobe like His core values That fucking <laughs> that, hey, that rocked me What's, Like I told y'all Wingstop so today crazy. Sometimes I yeah. just like think In the middle of the day I'm like And I say to myself like Damn Not Kobe Everybody cra- but Kobe Listen to this though
3: You're You're a Latino man From Indy Right <laughs> You're a Latino man From L.A. And I'm a white kid from FarmTown, Ohio. <laughs> and we all got impacted by the same dude in the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like nowadays, like, people just don't... And I'm not saying it's like, oh, they didn't grow up with Kobe, so they're not impacted like that. But but the people that they look up to are, like... Fucking... Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And, like, these people that are fucking lazy and they never worked for anything. So it's like, well... And, yeah, right. Kim Kardashian. So they're like, oh, okay, she got rich because she... Was on a uh, what did she do? She uh, she smashed Ray J. Ray, yeah, Ray, Ray J. I hit Ray it Jay. first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And her dad was the lawyer in OJ Simpson trial. Yeah. And so like okay, so you didn't do anything, but like Kobe grew up. Nobody knew Kobe was because you grew up overseas. Right. He grew up in Greece, right? Yeah. Italy, was it Germany, Germany. Germany? He, a couple places there. actually. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: multiple. I think we're all three of those are right. And then he came. He,
3: he was, his dad played overseas, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, it's like, and I'm, you know, it's Kobe. He was or a soccer know, mm. was soccer
1: player. He grew up player.
3: playing soccer.
2: But like, like, you're in Europe, you have to. Yeah.
3: These kids are listening to, or, or watching, and listening to, and being inspired by these TikTok people. And it's like, you don't fucking do anything Yeah You ain't, And they're like Oh I'm trying to be inspirational Like you s- show some girl In Gymshark clothes Trying <laughs> Oh You can do anything You put your Bitch what the fuck did you do Yeah Kettlebell swings Being filmed from Yeah the Back I'm gonna just People just look at your fucking ass You ain't inspire nobody They just want to hit it Like Yeah What do you What Like What, what are, Like
1: if, hey, It's really the same for dudes though man Dudes yeah. be on some Fuck shit too Like Like The The some of the things that I have some like videos saved from like ads, like targeted ads, yeah. like, obviously targeting like fitness people. Yep. And I'm like, I'm disgusted with the industry sometimes. You
3: watch it.
2: A- disgusted. It's, it's, it's very frustrating. Like
1: it's like a dude with the shirt off. Like, yeah. you want to eat pizza and get abs like this? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, how do you stoop that low? Yeah. To To the point where you just do some shit like that like like that's just some like
3: shit that I can't stand for. Yeah. You ever watch like a Powerade commercial or something and they'll have they used to run these ads back in the day with like the colored I think it was Gatorade. They ran like color the colored sweat coming yeah. down and they're like and they're like doing these workouts and I'm like what the fuck are you even doing? Like yeah. That's so it's so not real and then like kids see it and they look up to it and that's what inspires them and it's just like it's just whack.
2: Yeah. All right, a couple whack more. What are you currently practicing or what is something new that you recently have learned?
1: Uh, practicing, like trying to get better at or just yeah. like some, like, pra- so I'm, um, shit. So it doesn't much. have to be
2: physical. It could be financial, business,
1: parenting. I'm trying to, like the parenting thing, like that's always practice. Mm-hmm. As you know, like you're always trying to figure it out. I'm trying to, like on the I'll parenting tell you a cool, front, story,
2: a cool uh, parenting story after this.
1: On the parenting front, I'm just trying to like... Uh, how do I say this without like sounding like out of control? I'm trying to like... Only talk to my kids. In nice tones. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Like I don't... I'm trying not to ever yell at my kids... I'm trying to even when I'm mad or, or like want them to do something, like say in an approachable tone, like an empathetic tone, because like they just don't understand what's going on. You know what I mean? Oh, There's,
2: you still have little and, ones. It might change as they get two older. And four.
1: Yeah, it'll probably change when they, when they're your kids' age. But like right now, four and two, I'm trying to. I don't yell at them, but sometimes I'm. You gotta like, put that bass. Yeah, your sometimes voice. I'm like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, like, and I want them to. I don't want him to, like, pick up on that. Because my, my kids pick up on everything. And, like, they'll repeat it, you know? Like, my son, the other day, Friday, no, Thursday, like, he, we were wrestling. Mm-hmm. He kicked me in the nuts. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, damn, dude, you kicked me in the nuts. Chill out. And then, like, two minutes later, him and him and his brother running around the house saying... I'm going to kick you in the nuts. I'm going to kick you in the nuts. <laughs> telling, telling their mom, telling me. And I'm like, damn, everything I say, they pick up. So if I have like this attitude, like, Julian, let's go. Let's go. Come on. You know what I mean? Like in a in a, like a negative way, I'm trying to just fix it. Just clean it up. I'm still delivering the same message. Like the message is like, let's do whatever I say. Like if I say clean your room, clean your room. But I'm trying to say it in a way that's more like, approachable so that they don't associate clean your room with me being mad so eventually when I'm like clean your room because that's your chore and that's what you're expected to do to, do, to be able to get food on the table yeah. you know what I'm saying you don't associate that with me being mad does yeah. that makes sense Yeah. so like a lot of times we'll tell Julian to go to his room and this is where we, we fucked up because like when he's in trouble we're like go to your room so he just associates being in his room being yeah. In the whole so time. now he has trouble sleeping because he doesn't want to be in his room because he feels like we're mad at him. You know uh, what I'm saying? So you got to think like. So I'm trying to reverse engineer that and just fix the way like like I said, I don't yell at him and stuff like that. I'm not mean to him unless like you know, obviously sometimes yeah, it, it can get to that point. But I'm trying to deliver things in a way where there can be no other association with other feelings like just this is the task can you please do it thank you you know what i'm saying so it's it's hard to explain but like bro my house is so chaotic like they're just crazy they just they're two boys i don't think you
2: have any idea what it is to have a house with kids in it it's fucking nuts. It's, no, it's Like, that like you're, you're trying to watch it's TV insane. or some shit, and it's a fucking zoo. But you get really good at just you're actually watching <laughs> TV, and there's fucking
1: chaos I know, around there's you. Chaos around you. And you're you. like,
2: I don't hear shit.
1: Catherine will be like, uh, she'll like come tap me, like, <laughs> hey, did you hear me? And I'm like, nope. to be honest, like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. She's like, I've been talking to you for the last two minutes, and I'm. Like, I've been just zoned out. Like I'm watching this game. I'm not talking to this India, y'all. So that's what that's what I'm like practicing right now. And that's kinda weird. That's cool. Off topic, nah, but nah, it's a good practice. It's a to, life like, practice. Yeah, trying so to get that. Shit. My
2: son was fucking peeing himself every day for like a month. He's in kindergarten now. Yeah. Where the fuck did you start doing this? <laughs> um we got a little different strategy with our child. <laughs> uh, he gets a lot of love, a lot of cuddle. Yeah. He he cried when I left. Like, we're tight. Yeah. Um, but I, I go full aggressive. I go, uh, especially when we have talked about an expectation. Yeah. Um, so he was getting to the point where it was too much. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And I don't know why, but I cuss a lot um and I'm, I'm pretty loud it's also because he sees me coaching all the time so it's like no that's just dad normal yeah it's a very stern voice but we are buddies like super lovey um i was probably pretty high when i thought of this i think it was really high uh but i was like yo i'm gonna make a challenge it's the p challenge and i'm gonna challenge you and if you can challenge me too if you want but if I challenge you, you you can't back down from the challenge. First one to pee in the toilet wins. So we both go to the toilet. You both whip it out. And then on three, one, two, three, go. First one to touch water, toilet water with your pee, gets a point. He stopped peeing himself.
1: That's lit. What? That's awesome. You just, just make shit up, yeah. dude. I'm telling you.
2: I, I just use bet or challenge. Yeah. And it's game on. Hey, I bet you I can clean this faster than you. Yeah. And then he's just fucking all in. Hell yeah! Uh, but then, okay, so to flip side, like the aggressiveness that I am on him, uh, I for sure credit his achievements when he crushes right. it. Yeah, hey, amen. Yeah. I'm proud of you today. You killed it. How does yep. that feel? And he's like, oh, I was tight. Yeah, good. Um, so it's it, there's like a, a balance that you kind of have that yeah. I try to hang on to. You know.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I, I definitely. There's some things I'm aggressive on. Where it's like... Some things you have to be. Yeah. You know? Like, sometimes you just have to fucking deliver the message. You know what I'm saying? Like... but oh, just I let him feel part, it for a little me? bit. You like, know I mean? sometimes... things are hurt.
3: Sometimes I'm like,
1: damn. I came at him hard. You know? Like, yeah. I came with some oomph on that yeah. one. You know? He's probably like, what the fuck Yeah, but happened? there's very
2: proud moments where you're like, yeah. there's a lot of love. Well, sometimes he...
1: You know, he... he Kids just don't get it sometimes. Yeah. Like that's, I guess the thing is like, like crying. I hate this. This sounds so bad. This is all right. There, here's a more clear example, right? So like, I fucking hate when my son Julian cries. Yeah, he's four.
2: I'll tell you what I do. He's four. And a
1: bit. And he, he, like I hate when he cries when he's not hurt. Yes. If you're hurt, fine. You cry. Yes. You know, like and. This, Catherine says I'm dead inside. Like, she thinks I don't have feelings, which, you know, obviously is something I'm working on based on what I just talked about. But, like, she thinks I have no emotions. I kind of don't, but it is what it is. But that's based
2: on your survival. Like, I have the same thing.
1: So, like, Julian will cry if he doesn't get his way or something like that. And I fucking hate it. Like,
2: Uh, Do you have an answer to why you hate
1: it? My number one pet peeve. I don't know why I hate it, but I think I, I, know why. I
2: have a clue. because that that whining is why we have so many complainers yes. in the world. So, so that like that's why it fucking bugs me. Yeah. So my rule is, yo man, unless you're hurt, you're not allowed unless, to fucking cry. I don't bleeding, give a shit.
1: Unless you're bleeding, uh I see a bone, or you know I me mean? like if you get hurt, yes, cry. I will I'll be there. <laughs> you. But like that's the, the type whining of shit cry? that I was no. talking about where you're like, if you cry this sounds so bad, but like if you're crying because you didn't get your way, like I'm not cool with that. I have to teach you in a stern way that it's not okay. And and so that's just some of the things where I'm trying to figure out how stern should I be versus how like should I like meet him at his level and be like, hey, I know you feel bad right now, but we don't cry for anything unless you're hurt. Yeah. Or should I be like? Listen, motherfucker, you don't know, cry. You know what I mean, like that oh, type I of go, approach. Oh, I go, I go ham, so like, but I hate it, dude. Like, but Catherine's like, he's four. He doesn't get it yet, and I'm like, but I need him to get it. No,
2: I, you know I, am like, I, mean? I agreed with you because at that time I'm like, yo, you're small. Yeah. I feel bad. Yeah. But over time, kind of, I'm, I met him in the middle, right? Where, where's kind of where I'm not gonna crush you, and you're still gonna love me. For sure going to still love me. And kind of right. playing that line. Because now he will cry for f- 15 <clears throat> seconds. Next minute we are playing. Yeah. So now he's conditioned you to not take it personal. Yeah. And he goes on with it. Now we're at a tight spot. Yeah.
1: The thing is like I hate. That's the thing. You can tell. Like if you're going to. I have no problem with crying. Like as an adult. Or you know if you're an adult want to cry or whatever. I have no problem. It's not like I'm trying to be like macho. But I'm saying, like, he has to know how important emotions are, like, to control or express. Yeah. And so, if you're crying, that's an expression of an emotion. That means, like, something really fucked up happened to you. Like, a broken leg or yeah. a busted lip or, like, something like that at four years old is, like, borderline traumatizing. Like, he fell down the stairs and, like, fucked his shit up one time. <laughs> and, he was, and he was crying. And he was just, like... Are you mad at me? And I was like, fuck. No, I'm not mad at you. Like, it's okay to cry now. It's yeah. okay. But the things oh, where it's like yeah. controllable, where I can be like, all right, let's say he wants that drink. And I say, no more drink. Too much sugar. I take it. And, and like, not that he, he wouldn't cry over this. Like, he's not that bad. But let's say he started crying. And I'm like, um, I'm trying to like. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. He's all right. Let's say he started crying, but I'm like, all right, instead of the drink, let's go watch Finding Nemo. He would stop crying right away. So that tells me
0: oh.
2: that
1: it was just a manufactured cry yeah. to get a response. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's the, the, I guess the basics of what I'm trying to say is like, if you want a response, I want to teach you how to use your words and communicate to get that response not your emotions or like outwardly like if you want the drink and i say no no more juice it's too much sugar um and that makes you feel some type of way i need you to learn how to say hey i really wanted that like is there any way we can make it happen you know what i mean like i don't want you to cry to get a response because you could carry that over to other like parts of your life where it doesn't fit. that's a foundation like it doesn't fit you know what i mean like if you don't get your way you can't quote-unquote cry about it or yeah. whine or complain yeah. in the work you're never
2: gonna get a job you're yeah, never exactly. gonna have a girlfriend yeah you're gonna be taking your girlfriend yeah,
1: yeah so you have to you have to learn <laughs> to communicate with your words um not always expressing like the drastic emotions yeah because it Things like that have happened where he would be crying, and I'm like, okay, so um, just depending on what we're talking about, like, all right, well, we're gonna watch a movie later. I guess you're too sad to watch that movie. Crying stops. I'm good, Dad. Nah, bro, that was a fake ass cry. That's not how you communicate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's just that's that's, that's a good
2: little that's a good little. You know way to mean? measure it that's, yeah. that's tight
1: It's just a four year old shit It's not like There's nothing no, wrong No It, with gets, it just, gets
2: better yeah. Comprehension gets better um, I want to share a cool moment So my wife just became pregnant So we were kind of waiting To see how we were going to tell him uh, So we waited a while Got one of the sonogram pictures That we can print it And yeah. give it to him We gave him this other teddy bear with him And he was so Fucking excited he cried.
1: Yeah, see so like, yeah, that's damn. Cool. That is depth of yeah. emotions.
2: I know that you can comprehend love and compassion, and I can kill you at yeah. f- at age five or six. Yeah. yeah, and that made my wife and I cry. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I don't ever cry. I, never I know, cried. I know, fucking grinding into your ass. Yeah. has not like skewed you the other way. You as a six year old right now. Have a, a way better spectrum of feelings than I did. Yeah. Right. For sure. Um, where I mean, this is what I talk a lot about. A lot about. Like, you're allowed to have emotions in your tight circles. Yeah. With your homies. <laughs> Outside in the world, no. I need you to operate like a fucking killer. Show no goddamn emotion. Right. Right.
1: Like, That's kind of how I was raised. Like, you know, it's like you got your girl that you might tell stuff to, but
2: everyone else, nah, man. Yeah. Don't fuck with me.
1: That's, what, that's 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 kind of how I was raised. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to like be careful about Somewhere it. In the you middle. know what I mean? Somewhere in the middle, because I definitely have some like issues. You know what I'm saying? Well, right? I
2: don't know about you guys, but like because I was raised like that, it was very hard in a, a relationship to like show how you care or love. Like it took Bro. so long. Yeah. To act differently,
1: Catherine has to tell me sometimes, like to do shit. Like, she'll like she'll come like come in and like hug me. And, dude, I love my wife like so much, and she'll be like, she'll come in and hug me. I'll give her like an arm around. You know, she's like, <laughs> I need you to hug me. You know, okay, what okay, because I just yes, don't know yes. how to like show emotion. You, I need you to tell guy. me that I can and do she'll that. Tell me, but yeah, I can do that. Or I can do be, like, it, but you gotta you know, tell me. I just need a hug, or yeah. So that or, was hard uh, for me. I need you, or like we'll be laying in bed or whatever. Just have like good hey, talks me. or whatever. Tell she's, me like, something. She's like, hey. um I just I just really need to feel appreciated today. And i would be like, alright, uh, I appreciate you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well you get better you
2: get better at it, yeah. you start practicing. I'm trying to get better you know? at it,
1: but like she literally sometimes she'll have to tell me sometimes and it's not that I don't care for her. I just like have
2: less tools issues. on how to do it. Yeah, so like, like I, I, I do that do and recognize that in me. Yeah. I'm like, yo, homie, I need you to verbalize <laughs> yeah. and start to understand how to say these things.
1: Right. That's why I need to get better. Right? Like for sure.
2: Uh, and dumb or easy example for me, like coming on this trip and leaving for Ford, It might be the same for you. I'm like, baby, I need to talk to you. I need your support on this. Yeah. Uh, let me. Can you tell me how you feel about this? Like, this is important to me. And just like even verbalizing that. Right. Maybe five years ago was way harder. Yeah. Right. Than the ability Hell to do yeah. so now.
1: Dude, we were on a road trip the other day, uh, last weekend. We went to St. Louis. I was St. on Louis. a road trip yesterday. We went, to, <laughs> <laughs> we went to St. Louis to watch a couple of my clients play. And like this is like, a, I don't even know how this came to mind. But it's like, this is kind of what my mindset is versus hers. And probably a lot of people. So we're just now talking. It's a team. It's a team. Yeah, we were just talking about, you know, what is like the purpose of life. And my wife is like the sweetest person ever. She's literally the nicest. Like, and she's been through traumatic things herself, but she's like, fucking, just a saint. She's a saint, and she's like, the purpose of life, like everybody's goal, end goal, is to be happy. Mm-hmm. And so, so while I, I was like, yeah, I agree with that, but I see it a different, through a different lens, and I was like. In my world, in my life, what I believe is that the purpose in life for everybody, like their number one goal is to survive. You know what I'm saying? So there's the difference between her mindset and mine. And her mindset and mine. I'm thinking like people are just out here trying to survive and they're going to do whatever they can to do that. Rob, steal, cheat, kill, whatever. You know, you don't have to go to those lengths, but people do. And then she's like People just want to be happy And I'm like Nah these motherfuckers Want to survive But I see what she's right well, we're yeah. both right Yeah We just see it differently Because If you think about it It's saying the same thing
2: Yeah If you survive so, You're happy I, I feel like I, I oper- operate On the survival Yeah So that I can be On the happy exactly. side Yep You survived, right. Then you I have happy. to kill like In order you, to to, to, <laughs> like, to have money like, Let's
1: say you have Like a really rough upbringing Right Like If you survive that you made it and then you're happy. Yes. Even if you just move from section 8 housing to like a three bedroom apartment with, with a one and a half baths, like you made it out of that. Mm-hmm. So you survived, you're happy, you're out of that environment. So now that's a win. It's like, you know, the typical it's like the stereotypical, you know, athlete um from poverty, right? You either going to become a ball player a rapper oh. Or a drug dealer yeah. Like I forget who said that I can't even remember it was, Somebody said that Those aren't my words But Basically I think it was in a movie actually
2: I think it's probably Like a common thing what was a common it? it was saying like, yeah. Look if
1: you're from around here You're gonna be a rapper Ball player Or A drug dealer Or yeah. like, yeah. you're gonna die here You're gonna die in this In these projects You know what I mean But if you Survive that That brings you happiness Cause you're either doing Sports you love Making a lot of money Doing
3: rap or making a lot of money selling drugs. Yeah. So. Well, happiness is relative too, right? Yeah. So like, if if I was in like low income, and like like for me to live in a place where we had like a movie theater from the 1800s and we didn't have a common movie, but now I live in Columbus where I can drive down and see, like I can literally go do whatever the fuck I want to do. That's me being happy. But if you had a kid that was like, came from a like wealthy ass parents and he was like, you know, coddled his whole life and just given all this like shit, he probably wouldn't be happy where I'm at. Because he's like, why am I not driving a fucking Lamborghini? Yeah, that's true. And it's like, I'm happy, but like, relative, it's. Yeah. It's weird.
2: I'm fucking chilling. I'm super happy. I'm blessed.
1: Yeah, hell yeah.
2: Um, All right. We got some fire round questions and then kind of uh, goals that you're working on. First thing that comes up, uh, we'll go no particular or I'll just say it. What is your favorite word?
1: Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) Uh,
2: Who is your favorite artist? Right now.
1: Right now? We'll go right now. God
2: damn, that's tough. You guys were talking about music all day. That's
1: tough. Uh, so many that I <laughs> fuck with. My favorite artist Post right Malone. now.
2: You've been playing Lil Uzi Post Malone. all day. Post Malone. You haven't played Post Malone. one Post Malone song today.
1: That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's on it all tomorrow day. Man, I would say... I really like uh, shit. This is tough. We we're talking about you all said that.
2: Mike Posner, right? We'll, we'll, <laughs> no. we'll,
3: we'll, we'll record this. So, so it's Mike Posner. I'll tell you why it's postponed. So I went to his concert a couple weeks ago. That motherfucker, after every song, said thank you for people singing along and cheering. Really? He was like, "Thank you guys so much for." Listening to my music That's and tight. appreciating and I'm like that motherfucker gets it like yeah
0: He, he knows he, that he we don't. don't
3: gotta fucking do this like we don't gotta pay hundreds of dollars to go see him and he's appreciative I feel like a lot of these people they grow up and they're like They you know, they're in the rap culture and they're like this is what I'm gonna do and people are gonna like it and like they take people For um, granted.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm gonna say
1: right now It's this dude named Rod wave. He's fucking dope. He's like a He's like a singer but he sings about like real shit, like it, like yeah. grimy stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, to so, listen. he's tough. He's 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 who I'm listening to right now, like nonstop, because he talks about just like going through shit, and and that's the type of shit that motivates me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always like to feel. Like I got a chip on my shoulder, or my yep. back is against the wall. Yeah. yeah. Even if I'm kosher, like yeah. I like. To You'll have never be have kosher. That. You, you know find I mean? that
2: you put yourself in the hole every I time. I have that. Edge. I can never be out of the hole.
1: Like Nipsey, same way. Like he. Yeah, he has that, that's like, my dog. He has that. Like. Yo. I always listen to him because yeah. he talks about like the marathon. You know what I mean? Like it's you just gotta play the game. Like, yeah. Just keep it going, ride it out. So, one of those two.
2: Favorite holiday?
1: I gotta say, this is funny because we talked about
2: Cinco de Mayo is still your <laughs> favorite holiday. <laughs>
1: nah, okay. I gotta say Halloween because the kids love it.
2: Oh, dude, fucking The kids, kids love- change holidays forever. It the makes it so it. much fun. Yeah. Uh, favorite holiday? Christmas. My son loves Christmas because his birthday is January 6th. So he yeah, gets getting stacked, getting stacked, shit. stacked.
3: Yeah. My, Christmas because, like, Fuck. this doesn't sound super shitty, but, like, they play NBA games all day. Yeah, that's like, fucking awesome. My cousin and I are huge NBA fans, so I go to his house and we let, literally just, like, veg out you just You just sit on the couch and, just and just ignore basketball. everyone. Yeah, it's just cool. We just spend time with him and relate to it.
2: Other profession than your own that you would give a shot? I'm trying to be a fucking point
1: guard. Mm-hmm. I, I still got it bro <laughs> I still got it now like in a real world though Um I think it'd be really cool to To be like a Like a dope ass chef
2: Oh that's tight That's you know fire what I'm
1: Or a tattoo artist or a barber
2: I would like tattoo artists Like
1: are we Obviously yeah. we're hella tatted yeah. Like and Like Either own a barbershop, a tattoo shop, or, or a fucking restaurant.
2: It's that community. Like yep. You got to be in the jungle yeah, all the time. Be,
3: yeah, for sure. That's, that's a weird question because I do so much. It's like, if I could do one of them full time. That I'd you
2: just... can't do. Well That you're not doing right now? Right now that? I'm not that?
3: coaching soccer and I miss it. Yeah. So if I could go. do I'm one tight. thing like, full time, it'd be a soccer coach. Coach soccer?
0: Yeah.
2: What's your favorite app?
3: Ebay. Ooh, that's such a clutch answer wow
1: <laughs> i'm shook right now he lives on <laughs> he lives hilarious. on there i've
3: been in this card investing so i'm buying selling constantly really i got a couple other stuff i'm on ebay's the number one spot eBay for me is to late? buy i don't sell a lot on ebay because they fuck you yeah but i buy a lot off ebay
1: man mine probably just had to be honestly instagram like I think you can learn a lot if you follow the right people. Yeah, um, and get good communication. Like I met Tyler through Instagram, pretty yeah. much, which means I kind of met you through Instagram. Yeah. I think if you use it right, it could be dope. Yeah. Um, if you post like stupid shit all the time, it's it's not worth it. But yeah, for the most part, if you surround yourself with good content, it's dope.
2: Uh, you guys are uh, both going to enjoy this question. What would your rapper
3: name be? T-squared. T-squared. <laughs> Tyler Church. It works. It's a shitty, I probably wouldn't get any love. but I
1: don't even know, bro. The Ocho. I might just go J-O. J-O yeah. on him. J-A-Y-O-H.
2: I, I was... That's sick. I made some bullshit ones called Somewhat Literate.
1: <laughs> 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 uh,
2: projects that you guys are currently working on.
1: Uh, New (laughs) mixtape. Dropping 2021. Um, No, just scaling the gym, man. Trying to get the shit. Trying to make the shit pop and grow to that next level. That's my main thing. I think after this weekend, like how it went, man, I really want to get this podcast back going and yeah. I want to like start speaking more at events because yeah. that shit was so fun. I would like to speak. And like just having myself. people come up to you afterwards and be like, yo, that was awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Like I talked for like an hour after the presentation just to people on the side. That's tight. That shit made me feel good. I was like, damn, I don't suck.
2: Yeah I know my shit Let's go I I knew all these answers Here's my opinion on it
1: Yeah so those, Those are probably Some things you can catch From me soon Uh
2: Rehabbing your goddamn knee Yeah, yeah dude <laughs> that
3: That's right. a number I mean, one Don't get it twisted Like I was still at school You guys and everything. Like, don't get it twisted uh, Right now I'm working on uh, These videos and stuff Because I started like like Talking about basketball cards Like I started investing In these basketball cards And like building legitimate Like kind of Not like generational wealth But like building wealth Through like investing in You know, different modalities And just like the stock market and shit and so, like, a bunch of people would reach out to me because everybody collects sports cards when they are a kid. And they're like, how the fuck are you doing this? So, right now, I'm working on, like, some videos, some daily videos and stuff. Yeah. Um, how I do that's shit. That's tight. That's and, uh, so tight. The whole
2: time I was here, I learned all about cards. Yeah, it's crazy. There's this whole underworld.
3: Awesome. I get consumed with shit. That's why I can't do drugs because I get consumed in shit. Like, I just, that's another thing, like, why I feel like I'm successful. I just, like, I'm fucking all in. Like, I'm not going to half-ass anything. Bro, you got hella stuff. Yeah, dude. Oh, he yeah, knows I mean, I'm
1: like,
2: I'm How do you fucking crazy. know all
3: this shit? I just get like super invested in like shit. This car right here. And then I'll go through like and you, dude, me you
2: me. know so much soccer. I don't know shit. And so like <laughs> I'm
3: starting this this basketball podcast with my buddy, so we talk about basketball and then we're time sports goes into it too. Because I love talking about I feel bad oh, dude, I'm you not would talking kill it. about soccer because I love soccer too, but basketball is more Basketball's so awesome. Like, like this is like the best so thing ever. <laughs> like <there's- laughs> uh, you miss it, but Butler won on a game winner. Did they really game winning three? Come on, buzzer beater. Baldwin? I don't know who it was. I was kind of looking over, but I was just like, "Fucking hype!" I'm watching man. hockey over
2: here. <laughs> right where we're sitting, we're we got like three sports going on. By the way, it's we're crazy. in the dungeon. Of Tyler's house And What we got? Man cave for sure Basketball hoops Jerseys Bobbleheads
1: Memorabilia Thousands
2: of dollars worth of cards The couch that I'm sleeping on The <laughs> projector The dog It's fire down here This is what you get if you don't have kids
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you gonna have to sell all this uh, when, when y'all have kids You guys are gonna catch some heat on the sticks after this Oh
2: my god Um. Alright where can people follow you guys What What of your things, do you want to kind of forward people to?
1: Um, probably just hit me on Instagram, Justin Ochoa three one seven. It's the same on Twitter, same on Facebook. You still so, have your MySpace up? Yeah, you know you're on my top eight now. Right? <laughs> so basically, that's where I'm at. Like, just reach out. I'm I'm always looking to chat with people,
3: so that's probably the best way. Tyler. I'm gonna start dropping like my AOL instant
2: messenger. Like people, <laughs> yeah. Kids don't know about that. Like, oh oh I dude, that I screen. had a sidekick. They don't know about sidekick. Oh, yeah. so I was that shit. it. It was the first phone with a good internet browser. Yep. I had the the first phone with the internet browser. I had the you note, could go on the the
1: the... tail chirp. Remember the oh. chirp? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in the middle of class getting chirped. Like, burp. I'm like, shit. drugs. Teacher, gonna yeah. take my take, take my phone.
3: Bro, you don't know. You don't know flash until you pull out your phone and you go, yes. and it flips up, and I was yes. like, you're like, damn, I got a I'm whole fucking keyboard boss. Yes, <laughs> do I thought it was the fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My Twitter is Treadway21, and Instagram's the same.
2: Gang, you know, can gang.
3: Talk shit about sports. I always throw out random more hot takes trying to get people to talk shit back to me and they <laughs> never do really bro, i never I think, see yourself i think people is, are it,
1: your algorithms are fucked.
3: yeah people tr- people think i'm scary because like the beard and the powerlifting. they're like Man, i want to talk shit he's gonna kill me but i'm like <laughs> somebody just fucking talked to me the beard i'm and the fucking lonely <laughs> someone talk to tyler please
2: <laughs> uh well i appreciate you both spending this is the longest episode ever it's almost two hours
1: bro we just Murdered
2: that yeah. I, it was a fire episode.
1: That's a two part. I, I that's a two part podcast. <laughs> I, might a two part. No, I might drop two part. Let's go. I might drop
2: two part. The first two part. A lot of shit. Parenting. Um, yeah, that was tight. That was. uh You never know what you're gonna get. So I I keep loving. I wish I was more professional in doing them more often. Yeah. But I just run out of the goddamn time. Tyler, thank you for hosting me, dog. You've yeah. been. Super host It's been so much fun That That basketball game We went to Fire you know, There was this relay race in, uh, <laughs>
1: At halftime
2: At halftime And <laughs> you're like You're not paying attention You're like yeah whatever You're watching the game Talking about a couple of players uh, So they had three cones set up one, two, three. Two different guys Right The game was Throw the hoop On the On the cone And then you can Throw the hoop On the next cone Like First, a hula hoop, a hula yeah. hoop. Okay. First one to three wins Right So it was one Two Three First guy gets it on the first one, uh, they keep missing, so they have to go run out and get their hula hoops, come back, right? The second guy is missing, 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 makes one, makes the other, he's ahead. Oh no! And, right? Uh oh, season. And then well, he he there had two like, to go, a, right?
3: No, 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 so they had one left. Like
2: so, the one they caught up.
3: Arms, the other dude has one.
2: And the dude's like, oh, you got five seconds left. Five, four, three. On the buzzer. Makes makes the last one. So if it was a tie, the game was you have to sprint all the way to mascot. So they miraculously tied. And they sprinted at the same time. They got there at the same time. Everyone
3: was like, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> and the prize was a PlayStation 4. Yes. What? Yeah. It All was fire. All this drama fire. for a fucking PlayStation. Oh my I was like, major drama. I thought it was like free drama. tuition or something. No, I did major not get over like, Fuck you, smart PlayStation. I would like, tackle the fool.
1: Yeah, you know fuck him. Uh, my, like, something I always say, like, claim to fame type thing. Not even claim to fame, but if I was ever on that type of setting where it's like halftime i get called down to hit a half court shot for like free tuition or ten thousand yeah, yeah, dollars yeah. or something there's no doubt in my mind i've never been more confident in anything i'm draining that shit oh yeah i am draining it like first try maybe definitely within three. Oh yeah it's over I bet on yeah. myself. You gonna you gonna put twenty grand on the line. On you're this to, shot, You're, you're gonna cash. say I can't put the ball in the basket in thirty seconds. Like that's that's a smack in the face. Oh, bro. <laughs> I'm draining it.
2: There's, I oh. hope that
1: opportunity, dude. There's never been something in my life that I'm more confident about. <laughs> oh. like, I swear to
3: God, I'm, <laughs> they, I'm draining it. But they never pick you because I always picked unathletic. Yeah, yeah, so they know so they, they don't. They, have they to, know, don't pay bro. Out. They know. So, yeah, you don't look like you can fucking shoot a basketball. Like, remember in like out here. Remember
1: in. What was it? With the Flint Tropics. Uh,
3: Yeah, the Will Ferrell movie. Will
1: Ferrell movie. No. uh, What is that movie called? You
2: know Uh, what I'm uh, talking about? uh, uh, Semi-Pro? Semi-Pro. Semi-Pro,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Where the dude actually wins.
2: We don't have that money. How are we going (laughs) to pay this guy?
1: I'm telling you right now. Um, If there's anybody listening that puts together halftime entertainment, don't pick me because I will have you cut that check. Yeah. Like,
2: Someone put sure. him up to the test Let's go I did
3: die in college They called us out on there And me and my buddy Had to hit a layup A three and a free throw Yeah Fuck Are you money, kidding me Cash Dude I ain't even a good shooter Don't I'll insult fucking, me I will Come n- on Like give me that check Take this art major Off the floor <laughs> 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 I Don't like this scrub
2: He's on the team <laughs> Uh, Thank you guys uh, For those of you listening Make sure to check out The Deuce Gym blog Daily content The workouts posted on there As well For the do Strength Powerlifting Training, you can check out strength202.com. If you're in the area, hit me up. Come by the gym. Thanks. (laughs) Bye.